This is Real Estate Rookie, episode 104. My name is Ashley Kerr, and I'm coming to you live from the Bigger Pockets headquarters with my co-host, Tony Robinson. And for those of you that didn't listen to last week's episode, we are fulfilling one of Ashley's bucket list items by recording kind of talk show style uh, here live at BPHQ. Oh, let me just pick up my coffee cup and take a sip. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we're here in Denver uh, for a couple of days. Ashley and I are hanging out with the crew here um, every couple of months to try and come out and just kind of spend some time. You know, actually, we're literally as far away from each other, I think, as you can possibly get on a map. So it's nice to be able to get together in person every once in a while. Yeah. And we're working on some really exciting things, maybe some more in-person events all kinds of different content to really just get as much real estate investing uh, knowledge out to you guys and finding the best ways to get it to you. So, and we love everybody here that works at headquarters. They are awesome. And we have a great time every time we get to them. So we're not here today to talk to you guys about how much we love bigger pockets. We're here to talk to you guys about real estate investing. So we've got a question from the Facebook group today. So Remember when you had to pay to get a lead's phone number? It was like the dark ages until Deal Machine made skip tracing a thing of the past. Now, with your Deal Machine plan, you'll get unlimited access to phone numbers and contact information for no extra cost. That's right. Get high quality, reliable information trusted by leading financial institutions, all fully compliant with the federal do not call list. Explore over 150 data points, including age, gender, marital status, occupation, and a ton more. Trust me, this is the data you need for off-market deals. With new filters, people flags, and color-coded phone numbers, lead management just got a ton easier. Ready to step up your investing game? Sign up for a Deal Machine plan today and gain immediate access to this unlimited treasure trove of contact information and phone numbers. Just head to dealmachine.com BP. Transform your lead generation and deal-making strategies with Deal Machine. Sign up today and start exploring the unlimited possibilities at dealmachine.com BP. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that I turned one of my first homes into an Airbnb? It's true. And it even helped me get the extra income I needed to launch my real estate career. So if you want to try your hand at making even more income with your property, Airbnb is the place to be. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Rookies, 2024 is the year to start protecting your rental properties with an LLC. But you don't have to do all the paperwork and filing yourself. Corporate Direct is your professional and affordable option for getting your LLC done right. They handle the state filings, draft your operating agreement, and act as your registered agent. They'll even help you comply with the Corporate Transparency Act a new federal disclosure law affecting every real estate investor. Corporate Direct is a family business founded by attorney, author, and rich dad advisor Garrett Sutton over 35 years ago. Now, his son Ted is a licensed attorney working with him. Together, they've helped thousands of real estate investors form and maintain their LLCs and protect their assets. If you're trying to build a real estate portfolio, do not skip the LLC. Head over to corporatedirect.com slash biggerpockets to schedule a free 15-minute consultation with an incorporating specialist. Mention Real Estate Rookie and get a $100 discount on your formation. That's corporatedirect.com slash biggerpockets. 
Today's question comes from Dan Rodriguez. And Dan's question is, for those of you that have gone through the eviction process, did you go at it alone in small claims court or did you hire a lawyer? The local court has advised me of the next steps needed. I'm just wondering if I should spend the extra money despite already being at a loss with this problem tenants. Dan also goes on to say that this tenant already has a warrant out for his arrest. So he thinks that maybe just kind of doing it himself might spur some action from the tenant. So I've actually never had to evict anybody before. So Ashley, I think you've got some lovely experience with that. So why don't you just kind of tell us your experience and how that went for you? Okay. Well, first I'm going to say that when I worked as a property manager, I had no experience at all. I had nobody to guide me. I was learning everything on my own. And so it came up that I had two evictions and the investor I was working for, he's like, oh, you can do them yourself. Just blah, 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 figure it out. You can do it. We don't need to hire an attorney. So it's a very small town and the town judge made me cry because I messed it up so bad. I brought the paperwork in and, you know, we're there in front of the attendant is there and she's saying, you know, this date is wrong. This should have been served at this time and blah, blah. And I'm like trying to hold back tears. I was so upset. And he's, she's like, case dismissed. Like this isn't going anywhere. Well, then with the next case was right up with the next tenant. And before the tenant came in, she's like, I'm just going to tell her case dismissed. I'm not going to go through all the things that you did wrong. <laughs> so that was my first experience of doing an eviction. So after Wait, can, that- can we pause really quick? So th- these are the kind of stories that as a rookie, you don't always get to hear, right? Yeah. Like I think and I, this is good to share, right? Because I think people see you and they see Ashley as this very successful, you know, you've been killing in the game for a long time, but they don't see kind of the steps and the struggles you have to go through to get there, right? Yeah, I'm crying now just thinking about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I did, did some more research. I talked to a couple of attorneys yeah. and I figured out that going with an attorney is the best route, at least in New York for me. Mm. And so the next eviction I had to do that actually went all the way through. I'm working for apartment complexes. It was very frequent that we would serve a notice that we were going to evict if they didn't pay. And a lot of times that threat enough scares people to pay. And then when they actually get a court date, a lot of times they would pay before the court date actually came up. And then if they got a court date, then they would usually pay at court or they would end up just leaving and you know having the money owed back to us. So for my own personal properties, I've had to do two evictions. And the first one was in the, the first property I ever purchased, which we talked about a couple episodes ago. This property was actually an employee of my partner at the time on this property. And we started the eviction process and we used an attorney and we went to court and you know they didn't have the money to pay. So a judgment was placed against them. So the judgment is for 10 years. So if they ever try and sell something that they own, the proceeds of that would have to go to us to cover the judgment if there is any money from that. We have not seen anything and it's been, you know, five years, maybe. But from there, they had trashed the house and they moved out on their own. We didn't actually have to have the sheriffs come and serve them the eviction papers uh, after the court date. They moved out, left a lot of junk. But about a week later, I saw them in the Verizon store buying a brand new iPhone. And the guy just like waved at me like, Oh, hey, how are you? I was in such disbelief. All I could do, I'm sure my jaw had dropped open and stare like, you owe me all this money and here you are buying an iPhone. Priorities, yeah. right? Priorities. <laughs> but I, I think you bring up a good point though, Ashley, right? Is that 
the first time you did it, you tried to go at it alone, yep. right? Which is totally fine, right? Because some people, they can do that and they can swing and it worked for them. But obviously, they didn't turn out how you wanted it to that first yeah, time. And I didn't save money or the investor that mm-hmm. I worked for didn't save money by having me do it. It would have been faster mm-hmm. and probably cheaper because the people would have been evicted and we wouldn't have to wait till the next court date yep. for the attorney to do it. So that was a, a big lesson to me is sometimes it's worth even if it seems like more money up front mm-hmm. now that it's actually worth it in the long run than mm-hmm. trying to figure it out yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, especially like, so Dan's question, he said, I'm already at a loss with this tenant, right? Mm-hmm. So he's thinking about just this one tenant. But my question is like, Dan, if you have plans to scale your portfolio and maybe it's not just one house, maybe you want 50, maybe you want a hundred. Does it make sense from that perspective to invest a little bit of money in hiring an attorney to show you the actual process? So that way, maybe the next time it comes around, maybe then you don't have to do it because you've been trained and coached and you know the process. But if your goal is to scale, maybe don't think on the micro level of this one tenant, but just the macro level of your entire portfolio. And for the attorney that I use now, it's just as simple as emailing him a copy of the lease, a detailed report of their account showing what's back due and then they take care of the rest. I don't have to do anything until the court date. And luckily I've only had one other eviction I had to do where the actual sheriffs had to come, but I had an attorney handle all that and it was a pretty easy breezy. So I would say it's definitely worth the investment to hire an attorney for an eviction to get it done right the first time. And then uh, Dan had also mentioned small claims court. So in small claims court, if you're not actually doing the eviction and you're just going after them for the judgment for the money, Mm -hmm. that is a, a way simpler process. You can actually just go to the clerk, the court clerk, and there's a form and you fill it out and then it goes to the judge and then they set a court date. But that is a lot simpler process than actually having to do the eviction paperwork. Got it. So Dan, hope you got some value out of that, brother. Sounds like hopefully Ashley gave you the the do's and the don'ts, right? So you know which Did way I to go. I scare you? I <laughs> yeah. don't want to see you crying in right. court, Dan. <laughs> so, so hopefully you got some value out of that, brother. And just one thing to add to that, too, if you really don't want to do an eviction, you don't want to hire an attorney, you can do cash for keys. I've seen this pretty common, especially since COVID, when there aren't any evictions that you can do. Are people offering the tenant cash? They, you know, if you move out on this date, we'll come here and we'll give you $500. And in return, you're all moved out and you give us the keys and you just terminate the lease between each other, too. So a lot, it seems that's becoming more and more frequent that investors are using that because that may be cheaper than waiting until you can do evictions or until you can get a court date or paying for an attorney. So that's always something to look into too. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. I got nothing else to add, Dan. That was great. So when Tony gets a squatter in one of the short-term <laughs> yeah. rentals, he'll know what to do now. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for listening. I'm Ashley at Wealth From Rentals and he's Tony at Tony J. Robinson. And we cannot wait to see you guys at BPCon in New Orleans this year. So make sure you guys have your ticket and we'll see you there in October. Have a great week. The market is changing and finding your way can be tricky. Rates shift, headlines whirl, but your goal hasn't changed. You want financial freedom. And the best investors know it's not about timing the market. It's about time in the market. 
If you're ready to get into the real estate investing game or take your game to the next level, finding an investor-friendly agent is your next step. With BiggerPockets Agent Finder, you can find the right agent in minutes. Just head to biggerpockets.com slash deals, enter a few details about what and where you want to buy, and boom, instantly match with an investor-friendly agent who fits the bill. These local market experts can help you navigate the neighborhoods, analyze the numbers, and take action with confidence once and for all. There's free resources only available at biggerpockets.com slash deals. Get an agent, get the deal, and get closer to financial freedom at biggerpockets.com slash deals. That's biggerpockets.com slash deals to find your investor-friendly agent today. The content of this podcast is for informational purposes only. Past performance is not indicative of future results, and all host and participant opinions are their own. Investment in any asset, real estate included, involves risk. Use your best judgment and consult with qualified advisors before investing. Only risk capital you can afford to lose. Bigger Pockets LLC disclaims all liability for direct, indirect, consequential, or other damages arising from reliance upon information presented in this podcast.